Thank you for tuning in to Kenny and the Coaches. On today's episode, I talk with Elgin head football coach Chalmer Wyatt. Coach Wyatt and his Owls arguably had the most talked about turnaround in the state this past football season. From zero wins in 2020 in Class 4A to competing for a district championship just two years later in Class 5A. Here's my conversation with Coach Chalmer Wyatt. All right, Coach, thanks for taking time to visit with me a little bit today. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts, and I think it's really cool to do this with coaches in the state. And mm-hmm. Doing a great job and happy to be here. You know, it's one of the big things for me in doing this is getting – because when I first started it, I just got people I knew and people that, you know, I coached with here at Empire and – as I've kind of branched out, you know, like getting to know you, getting to know like Coach Powers from from Mangum, you know, just getting the you know, there's a couple of coaches out east. It's just like, you know, getting to know their stories and how neat that is. And just before we started, you know, I I kind of seen the turnaround that Elgin's had, uh, especially this season. And I was like, yeah, you know, I get to know this guy, and I got to talking with you, and you're a young man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes. th- thirty years old—that's uh—that's pretty impressive to turn a program, uh, any program, much less a, a program that's a five A program that's just moving up to five A. I mean, that's uh, that's that's pretty impressive in itself. Now, how how long have you been at Elgin? Uh, as a head coach, I've uh, been here. Just finished my fourth season. So, um, prior to that, I was at Noble for one year. Uh, that's 2018, 2019. And then, uh, before that I was an assistant, student assistant at Elgin, uh, kind of finishing up school at Cameron. And I started doing that in 2013. Yeah. So, So, oh, go ahead. Well, I I started coaching at the high school level while I was in school. I was 20 when I started. So I've, I've got, I guess, you know, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, up until now so started at a young age and I was very fortunate to do that kind of for sure kind of helped me learn a lot moving up to where we are now how has the community support been for you taking over uh I mean I can't complain at all you know I feel like our community is one that's you know been really wanting uh success and uh you know just the way they support us the way they come out and uh you know come to the games they, we travel well uh, we just got a great community great parents um mm-hmm. and a growing community at that they yeah. just do a really good job of coming out and supporting us yeah you know just kind of coming up through the years not really i mean i knew where elgin was growing up i'm from uh fox oklahoma and carter county and, you know, just kind of going through there, I'd never really heard of Elgin, but when you drive through it, it doesn't seem like there's much there, but there's this big old huge school and big athletic facilities. I'm like, I remember, oh gosh, probably five years ago, I would drive through there and be like, oh, you know, that's a nice school. I didn't really know what size it was. I guess it's just, you know, just the, it just keeps growing and growing. You know, it's a, uh, seems like it would be a good place to be. I remember I was kind of floored whenever I saw that you guys had swimming. Yeah. You know, I was like, is that school that big to have, to have, you know, a swim team? But I guess, I guess so. Now, what, what is it kind of like, you know, being that close to another big town like Lawton? I mean, do you kind of feel like there's any, 
you know, like when you guys compete against them, do you feel like there's any kind of, you know, no, I wouldn't say intimidation is a word, but I mean, Lawton's Lawton, you know, I mean, right. how have you guys kind of uh, approached that? Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a good recipe for a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, we played, you know, being our first year in 5A, um, you know, we're right in MacArthur's district. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we scrimmaged them uh, last season. We scrimmaged Eisenhower uh, the season before. Kind of wanted to do that because we knew we were growing and wanted to kind of get ready for uh, for the football we'd be playing in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, you know, we're us and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Lawton's Lawton. Uh, but probably just, you know, the fact that, all right, we're in that district now. Uh, it's just more of a realization, you know, than anything, just being uh, in that class and, and really just, you know, playing each other, you know. And now we really play uh, those two schools and a lot of our other sports too. So mm-hmm. kind of becoming a normal thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of get the – because I know, like, a lot of times, you know, you, the tradition that is there at Lot, that you know, the Lot Max, Lot Knox, and Lot High School, it, it can, yes. it can be intimidating to kids. Because I mean, that's something I have to keep telling myself a lot. Like, if we're, we're a small school just outside of Duncan, you know, right. and every once in a while, whenever we like our little sixth and seventh grade basketball team, we went and played Duncan's uh, sixth and seventh grade, and it was kind of, I could kind of tell they were a little bit intimidated by being in a. Uh, right. you know, bigger place and that is kind of something you know once I think the more that you do that the more it's just like ah they're just kids like us you know right now how uh talk a little bit about your season because it's pretty it's pretty impressive like I said whenever I got to looking for uh just kind of interesting stories I mean you guys kind of I wouldn't say you came out of nowhere but I think you know if you looked at it you know if you're just your average Joe looking at okay Elgin's going from 4a to 5a and they hadn't you know they don't. They haven't had the. Elgin hasn't had the success in the in the years that make you think that that transition was going to be what it was this year. So kind of talk a little bit about uh, your jump to five A and and how you guys did this year. Yeah, uh, you know, probably the best way is to rewind to the end of the twenty one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were young, uh, super young. You know, missed the playoffs by a game, and. Uh, uh, you know, started a freshman at quarterback, you know, uh, sophomore running back, freshman linebacker, just a lot, a lot of young pieces, freshman on the offensive line. Um, but we were able to win our last two games, uh, really got some momentum, you know, and those young kids got really good experience and uh, kind of, uh, you know, ended on a really good note in 2021 mm-hmm. from where we were. Because uh, in 2020, we were winless. We were 0-8. Yeah. And, uh <clears throat> you know, really played some young kids and took our lumps and, uh, you know, really, really learned a lot from that season as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so into 2021, uh, you know, we're, uh, we felt like we made a lot of, a lot of good ground and, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, uh, we're ready for 2022, you know, and then we get bumped up to 5A and, uh, you know, coaching staff and kind of the guys in the locker room knew what we had mm-hmm. um but you know we really really 
uh, overachieved, I thought, you know, met a lot of our goals that we had moving into 5A for the first year. Mm-hmm. Finished 8-3, uh, and three, uh, district runner-up. Uh, you know, with the way our schedule worked out, we played uh, Week 10 against Midwest City for the district championship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was a really, really good football game. Came down to the last 11 seconds. Yeah. Um, and uh, I really felt like we could have won that football game. Just football is literally a game of inches. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, anyway, finished 8-3, and three, uh, you know, started out 6-0 and on the season. Uh, and like I said, it caught a lot of people probably by, by surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we knew – we know what we had, you know, we've been building on this for, for, you know, three and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to go out and do it in five, a was really, really cool because, uh, you know, a lot of people wrote us off and, and mm-hmm. they probably should have, but just really proud of where we ended up, you know, got to host a home playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't, haven't done that since 2010. Wow. Uh, we got beat by Guthrie that night to end our season, but you know, just really cool season. And, uh, you know, really proud of our kids. And, you know, we're still young, so we're still looking to, to keep building for sure. Yeah, boy, I, it, those last games are always, you know, it, it, it stinks because, you know, like you're starting out 6-0 and 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 everything that you just said, you know, it, it, it hurts as a coach seeing your kids that way after the – right after, I'm sure, after you played Guthrie. Yeah. But, I mean, just knowing what they – what your you and your guys you know accomplished this year? I mean, that, when you were saying that you're played week ten against Midwest City for the district championship, I mean that's I got to think about that. That's a four A moving up to a five A and, and a team that traditionally yeah. has been in six A. You know, yes. I mean that's that's uh, you can't ask for more than that. You know, no. I, I'm sure you wanted to win the game, but I mean just boy, that's that's, that's pretty impressive. Now, what what kind of goes into changing the mentality of a program because like you said two years ago you were winless and now you're competing for a district championship uh you know you, you gotta you gotta stay consistent in your approach mm-hmm. uh you know and you're gonna tweak some things year to year but you know your vision uh kind of, of what you want you know with the kids that you have coming the, you know the kids that you have each year You've got to stay firm in some of your beliefs, uh, and and it was not easy to do that. You know, oh, yeah. taking the lumps that we took, mm-hmm. um, but you know, great great coaching staff that uh, really trust that and and you know conveys it every day, and just when you're consistently doing that, eventually, you know, with what you see coming, uh, uh, was probably probably the reason uh you know and and just Mm -hmm. being consistent in that because it was tough you know at tough times to do that but uh, that was probably the main deal yeah yeah now how important as a a young coach how how much when especially when you first started as a head coach how much did you lean on your coaching staff because i I, for me i've never been a head football coach i've been head basketball coach i didn't really have a i didn't have a staff it was kind of all on me and that you know the way that i am I'm not very – I, I want to do everything myself, you know. How how, right. how big was that for you to have uh, the coaching staff that you've had to help you grow as a coach? Uh, I mean, you know, probably it means a ton because something that, 
something that I've told myself and it's uh, it's been a good thing for me is, you know, everybody that you have on staff, they're all professionals. You know, they all have their own mm-hmm. views. Uh, they, all, they all see it different than you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I trust them. You know, I trust them to uh, to coach their kids the way that they want to, you know, yeah. underneath our umbrella. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it all can't come from you. And that's something I've learned early on. You know, I was I wanted to, you know, break it out every time. I wanted to have the last word all the time. And, you know, just just because I was a head coach, I thought that a little bit of that was so important. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. You know, you, you need to trust your coaches, you know, uh, and really kind of let the kids hear it from other way, other places uh, as we go, you know, throughout our daily um, schedule and, of things. But, you know, really trust them and, and really pick and choose when – when I have my things that I need to say or, or my coaching points that I need to get out there. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and that the, the kids really respond to that because they know that, um, you know, uh, those uh, the, our other coaches are really good at what they do too. Yeah. And so it mm-hmm. doesn't always have to come from me and you spread the word, spread the wealth and, and trust those guys because they're professionals and, you know, they want to win just as bad as you do. So, yeah. Uh, when you have those, when you have those, uh, um, assets and just great, great men around you all the time. You need to let them do what they do as well. Mm-hmm. Now, who who are some of the people that influenced you uh, coming up to be a coach? Uh, say that again. Who are some of the people that kind of influenced you to become okay. a coach? Um, when I uh, my first year, I was a student assistant going to school, and I got to coach outside linebackers on our varsity staff and uh you know hall of famer clarence madden was on that staff mm-hmm. um you know my former head coach who is our principal now curtis laura uh who is who i talk to every day about football is a big influence of mine mm-hmm. uh you know clarence is huge still talk to him all the time uh learned a lot uh you know also a guy was uh, there on staff at the time uh, he actually coached me when I was in high school, so got to got to take a lot from him as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our defensive coordinator now, Jack Baker, uh, who was on that staff when I started, uh, got to learn a lot from him. So I was really blessed on that first staff that I was on mm-hmm. to have a lot of guys uh, that had coached a ton of football, you know, and had a ton of success mm-hmm. uh, and really learned a lot from them. Uh, and they all, you know, obviously do different things and uh, really, really cool to start right there and have those guys kind of build, you know, your coaching tree off of. Yeah. Uh, and it yeah. really kind of launched me uh, at an early, early uh, time in my career. Yeah. Is uh, is Elgin your alma mater? Yes. What has that been like coming back to coach at your alma mater? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, people say a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I didn't think a ton of it mm-hmm. when I came back uh, because I felt like when I graduated, uh, I felt like I was proud of the work and proud of who I was as a student. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to do, you know, I wanted to win. I wanted to be successful, but I just uh, really just trusted who I was and, what uh how i went about things mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really let all of that pressure you know 
uh, get to me, and I just kind of put my head down and believed in what I believed and went to work. Because, you know, you can get lost in all that. Oh, you're coming back home, you know, hometown mm-hmm. kid, whatever. Um, but I was just trying to be me. And, you know, it didn't matter that I graduated from this school. Now, to say that, I have a ton uh, of pride, you know, mm-hmm. to be here and to be in Elgin now. And that's that's a really cool element to it. But, yeah. you know, all the negative stuff, I don't – I really don't see. Yeah. Uh, I just – just try to, you know, do what I do and, and let it all kind of work itself out in a way. Yeah. Now, do you, you guys are in the foreseeable future, you're going to stay in 5A, you think? Well, we're, we're going to be here for a while, uh, yeah. but we're growing, you know, we're not, we're not done growing. Uh, Fort Sill really influences our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're building houses out here like crazy. Uh, so, you know, uh, I would say probably 10 years, maybe we'll make the jump again if growth, if growth sustains, but just to kind of put it in picture, uh, in 29, in uh, 2009, we were 3A, Mm -hmm. so 2010, we bumped to 4A for the first time. And then now this 2022 season, we were in 5A for the first time. So, uh, really really growing it's kind of crazy almost on the level of you know piedmont's growing um you know kind of yeah. on their their path yeah now where does uh where does elgin football go from here uh from here yeah uh we go I mean, we just want to keep building you know we've mm-hmm. we're gonna lose you know this se- this season we're gonna lose four seniors uh, that played a ton, you know, we had yeah. nine seniors total. Uh, oh, so, wow. you know, you lose mm-hmm. almost three total starters and a rotator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's exciting. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're still young and we've got a, we got a lot of experience this season, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that was, that will be very beneficial going into our, uh, 23 season. But, you know, uh, we got to build on last year. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. where we got to go. And I think that the season we had kind of let us turn some, some maybe extra corners that maybe we didn't really see. Uh, if you look back on it, maybe early in August. So, yeah. uh, just, just got to keep going, you know, new goals, new, uh, new standards for sure. Now, how do you feel like as far as how important do you feel like, competition within the team is to build in the type of program that you've built there uh i mean it's it's good it's big that's something we really hit on in the summer mm-hmm. uh, with some of the stuff we do you know we want to i mean that's something you know competition we do that every thursday during the summer whether it's something we do uh and for one you know these kids aren't they're not, you know, they're not playing any football games in June and July. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they're competitors. They need to, they need something, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like we all do. We need a little bit of it sometimes, even though it's off season. So, uh, we, we drive that in with them, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we want to compete, we want to win. And then of course, position to position, we have, we had quite a few position battles this year. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, uh, can really contribute to that and really, you know, kind of work itself out to get that, get that guy on the field, you know, that, that want it, you know, that is a competitor, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But, um, yeah, it's big, big for us, big, something we really do, uh, 
hang our hat on. Yeah, you know, that's something I've, I've talked with our coaches around here. I mean, we're a small we're, – we're an A-class school, just moved up to A. You know, that's something we always have talked about, just ways to get these guys to compete because, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm sure it's not the same there, but, you know, the, the difference – you know, your starters at, at this level, there's not really a lot that can push them behind them. You know, it's like they, they kind of feel safe in their – in their position, you know, that's something out that we always try to figure out ways to, you know, we're always preaching iron sharpened iron, you know, that right. that whole thing. And that's, that's, that's tough at the smaller level, but I, I mean, and I've always said this about bigger schools. I've never understood how a school with a big, you know, enrollment and a lot of players, I've never understood how they can't be at least competitive, you know, because yeah. there's always kids competing for spots. You know, I just I've never under understood that on on the on the big school level. But, yeah, uh, you really gotta you know stay true. You know, because you know, like to your point, you guys don't have a ton to choose from in the hallways. You know, you got mm-hmm. you got. Um, you know, I don't know. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's we're always trying to think of ways. You know, weight room or or you know competitive drills or something like that, but. Even in those drills, sometimes it's kind of hard. You know, you get your your quote unquote stud. He's going to be a stud on everybody. You know, there's no one to really push him. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, even at our level, uh, we, I mean, we run into that. You know, we'll we'll have some complacency that we got to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, something that we do a good job of as a staff is there's once the season's over with, there's no returning starters. Mm-hmm. You know, and. You know, you really got to, you know, and it may be a day where you, you know, have to push some of those kids because they're all different. You know, some of them may get that way. and You know, maybe that day that he don't get first team reps, you know, he needs to wake up yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. and realize that, okay, man, all right, I need to wake up and get after it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But they're kids, you know, and and you're going to have to coach them all the time. (laughs) uh, uh, They're kids. That's that's the way I can put it. You got to stay on them. Yeah. Now, whenever when when Coach White is finished coaching, what do you want your coaching tombstone to say? I mean, what would you want your former players to remember about you? Oh shoot! Uh, you know, if when it's all said and done, I just I just want to be uh, somebody who was who was a believer, somebody who was passionate uh, in what they did. Uh, you know, and I just hope that, you know, the, the love and, you know, the care that I show uh, to our guys all the time is, you know, maybe something that sparks them, you know, for whatever they want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just competitor. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just so wrapped up in doing everything for the kids that I don't really sometimes yeah. take a step back and look at those things. But, mm-hmm. uh Man, just something that I've always hung my hat on is work ethic and attention to detail. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that'd probably be at the at the foremost. Yeah. That's probably a good way to be too. I mean, just just do you like you were saying, you know, when you first came into Elgin, you're just gonna be you, you know. Yeah, and right. Most of the time, you know, that was something that I didn't know really as a young coach. I was I'm the way that I am, you know, I'm not, I'm kind of laid back with my coaching style and, 
you know, I'd always the guy that was my athletic director. I, I started out at my alma mater too, and the guy that was my athletic director. He he didn't. Really, I mean, he's a great guy, but I mean, he was a fiery guy. I mean, he was a yeller and a screamer, and, right. and he was like, "You need to be more like that." And I tried to do that, but that's just. I mean, it's that's not my thing. Yeah. I wouldn't be in me, you know. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's something that you know we've all got our own style, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's when you're at your best is when when you're in character, you know, your own character. Oh, yeah. and you're not trying to be somebody else, you know. When those when you have that raw emotion and you know things that just come out naturally mm-hmm. uh, in words, I think that means the most because those our kids, especially here, are so smart and mm-hmm. you know they know when when you're fabricating something or, or they know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when you're really trying to pull some strings, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, and you know it's not easy to be yourself all the time, you know, because of all the tribulations and stuff we got to go through. But mm-hmm. when you're true to yourself and you're in character, I think that's when you can really get the most across to your Absolutely. team. Yeah, and I, and kids can, like you said, they they have a sense for when you're not being you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one final question before I let you go. Okay. In honor of. Oh, hang on. In honor of the owl mascot, what is the fiercest high school mascot you can think of? <laughs> Man, uh, there's some good ones out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe a wampus cat. Maybe that <laughs> there you could go. Be pretty fierce. Uh, there you you know, you got some ridge runners up northeast. Uh, maybe the the gold bugs. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's a bunch of good ones, especially in this state. Yeah, you know, I never really paid attention to that, and because you know that you Elgin's got the owls. I mean, there's there's a few other owls in Oklahoma, but the one I always go back to whenever I think of that is the the war dogs. War dogs. There's just something about that. I even petitioned to change our mascot from bulldogs to war dogs. But you know, back uh, I think early, early uh, Elgin football used to be the war owls. So that's oh, ironic man. that you say that. Um, and a war owl that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a. We had several years of our little league uh, program was called the war owls. So that's oh. kind of cool. Yeah, I might start, if I were you, I might start trying to sneak that back in, some of the gear. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that on our helmet or something. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach, man, I appreciate you taking time to visit with me, and, and good luck with uh, your season. You know, I know it's a ways away, but I'll definitely be keeping an eye, keeping an eye on it. Well, Coach, I appreciate it, and I, I really love what you're doing. I really hope we see some more owl gear in the near future for Elgin schools. I want to thank Coach Wyatt for being on the podcast again, and thank you for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. That's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.